hit the record button a little too hard the first two times. Hey, you know, I had to. It wasn't working regardless. Welcome back to the Sports Commute. Uh, I'm Dan, as always, joined by Matt. Today we have uh, Kyle Glazer. Or is it, gl- is it Glasser Glazer? Should have asked beforehand. Glazer, uh, spelled with an S, pronounced like a Z. Perfect. Oh, very nice. All right. So, how you doing tonight? Doing all right. Thanks for having me. All right. What's uh, what's new in the baseball world? What's the newest news? <laughs> a lot of everything. Uh, we're less than 24 hours out from the Dodgers signing Freddie Freeman. Obviously, that's uh, a big, big, big move and uh, something that's definitely going to shake up the landscape of the National League a little bit. But most importantly, we've got games back on the field. Today's the first day of uh, spring training games, and pretty much everyone's in action tomorrow. So a little bit later in the calendar than everyone hoped for or planned for, but they're underway. And uh, the important thing is we won't have any loss of regular season games. Yeah, All right. Fair. Good. Um, is there anything that hasn't been reported yet that you know that you can't tell us yet? <laughs> uh, not quite. There, there's a couple whispers and, and buzzes and, and rumors out there, but nothing concrete. Well, if you don't mind me asking, what are some of these rumors? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off. I don't have anything where I'm uh, comfortable enough uh, reporting it yet. But you know, there, there's a couple discussions underway and uh, a couple potential signings uh, we could or couldn't see. Again, it, a lot of things are fluid. There's nothing that's you know right now like Ooh, this is definitely happening. Uh, a lot of things that are just kind of up in the air right now, and we'll see how it shakes out over the next couple of days. All right, definitely. So. You know, you talk a lot about the MLB, so tell us about yourself. How did you get your start and everything? And, like, why did you choose baseball over anything else? Uh, do you guys want the long version version or the short version? Absolutely. I'll take the long version. We got time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like a lot of people, I played for uh, as long as my talent allowed me to. Uh, and, uh, ultimately, the grand scheme of life uh, wasn't particularly far. And uh, once I realized it wasn't good enough to uh, achieve my dream of being a major league baseball player, it was I wanted to find a way to stay in the game some way I you know could. And um, I'd always been a, a very very good writer. It kind of came naturally to me. Um, so I ended up really you know turning my studies towards that um, goal. I actually initially was thinking I would maybe do more of the broadcasting avenue in terms of uh, play-by-play broadcasting, but I ended up uh, pursuing writing and worked my way up. Started out a very, very small newspaper called the Victorville Daily Press in uh, the high desert region of Southern California, covering minor league baseball and high school sports, and then moved up to a pretty decent-sized newspaper uh, called the Riverside Press Enterprise in Riverside, California, where I was starting out covering uh, high school sports in the minors, and then did a lot of kind of more general assignment type work covering uh, a lot of MLB, uh, a lot of NFL, uh, a lot of college sports. And then um, ultimately when we uh, expanded our coverage into the San Diego sports market, I started covering the San Diego Padres and San Diego State football. And then in 2016, uh, Baseball America hired me. Uh, You know, by that point, I covered high school baseball, minor league baseball, major league baseball. Kind of had a top to bottom view of everything, and uh, they ultimately brought me on. And that's where I've been the last six years now. Wow, that's a pretty cool story. Uh, So, so let's let's talk about the lockout then. You know, we're, we're not big on baseball. Obviously, we know that the lockout's over. We don't, we still, uh, not still that we've confused. done that much research, but we don't know exactly what it's about or what caused it. 
Like, the collective bargaining agreement uh, ended, but other than that, that's about it. Yeah, so the main points of contention in the lockout were mostly getting younger players paid more the way baseball's salary structure is. Um, players are under team control for the first three years of their careers. The teams pay them whatever they want to pay them as long as it reaches the major league minimum salary. Then the next three years, they go to arbitration where uh, they, in a lot of cases, have to fight over a dollar amount. And again, it's in a lot of cases a one-year contract. Sometimes you get you know two-year deals in arbitration, but um, it's a bit of a slog. And then only after your first six years, and in some cases seven years, if teams manipulate their service time, um, only then do you reach free agency. And so Major League Baseball has liked this system. It's allowed them to keep control over players in a lot of their prime years. You know, player debuts at 22. They're under team control through 28, 29 in some cases. Um, the Major League Baseball Players Association wanted to change that system. They ultimately failed to change that system in terms of teams still have three years of control over players when they first arrive in the major leagues, plus three years of arbitration. But they got the minimum salary raise so that these players get paid more right off the bat. And they also saw the creation of a bonus pool for players who are in that stage where they're, they're pre-arbitration, specifically where teams dictate how much they make and they have no say in the matter. Um, now if those players go on and win MVP award or finish you know second or third in Scion voting or uh, finish high in Rookie of the Year voting, they, they get some extra money. So getting younger players paid more was really the, the big, big thing. Um, then also there were some issues regarding in Major League Baseball, a lot of teams have intentionally been you know, tanking multiple seasons at a time just to accumulate high draft picks. Uh, it's kind of taken away the competitiveness of the game in a lot of ways. It's also made it hard for a lot of players to get jobs because instead of 30 teams competing for your services, a lot of times it's only 20 teams. So um, they wanted to kind of put an end to that. They got a draft lottery installed, which in theory should deter tanking a little bit, although certainly won't end the practice. So um, that was another major focus. So I would say really it was about younger players getting paid more and getting rid of tanking in order to have a more competitive product on the field and ultimately more teams vying for these guys' services and free agency and on the trade market. Mm. All right, yeah. Now, you mentioned the league minimum. Uh, what was it before the deal was signed, and what is it now? Um, it is currently $700,000. I believe before it was signed, it was $590,000. I can double-check that. Okay. And uh, does, this, uh, does this raise apply to the minor leagues as well or just major league players? Um, just the major leagues. So the minimum salary, I apologize, was five hundred seventy thousand five hundred dollars in twenty twenty one, and it's been raised to seven hundred thousand dollars. So um, that was the raise for the major league minimum salary. Uh, the minor league minimum salary was raised as well for players who have previous major league experience, but for just regular old minor leaguers. They're not covered in the collective bargaining agreement. Um, the collective bargaining agreement only governs players on 40-man rosters. So in terms of minor league salaries, those are set by uh, by the clubs of Major League Baseball. There's no representation or union representation for the minor leaguers. So uh, they kind of make whatever Major League Baseball tells them they make. And uh, while that number was raised a year ago, it's still a, a relative pittance and not nearly enough to cover the cost of being a professional athlete. 
Yeah, I, I'm not sure what the what the actual numbers are, but I do know we're we're in, we're in Rochester, so we have we have the Red Wings here, the uh, the affiliate for the Nationals. Uh, but I do know that um, in some cases, some of these guys have to go get second jobs during the off season just to stay afloat. Yeah, so um, the numbers in, after the raises right now in the minor leagues um, for players in the Class A levels, they make five hundred dollars a week minimum. Double A, six hundred dollars a week minimum. Triple A, seven hundred dollars a week minimum. Um, keep in mind that's only in season, though. For so that means for players in Single A or the Class A levels, it's you know ten thousand five hundred dollars for the year for double a players it's twelve thousand six hundred dollars for triple a players it's fourteen thousand seven hundred dollars i mean it's less than fifteen thousand dollars per season um obviously that's not a number anyone can afford to live on it something major league baseball uh, frankly needs to address but but thus far has not addressed mm-hmm. yeah. how, how do you think it could be addressed well, a group of minor leaguers has uh, taken to the courts uh, seeking back pay for all the salary that they should have been owed. I mean, those salaries very clearly violate uh, minimum wage laws. And Major League Baseball recently uh, was able to lobby Congress to pass something called the Save America's Pastime Act, which essentially exempted them from paying uh, the minor, uh, federal minimum wage to minor leaguers. But they only passed that in uh, 2017. Um, there was some discussion about, you know, um, making them sort of indemnified from, from previous violations. Um, again, there's there's a group of minor leaguers who have sued in order to get back pay or damages. And uh, a court in Northern California actually ruled uh, earlier this week that um, Major League Baseball did owe damages to certain minor league players. Mm-hmm. And it also ruled that minor league players are employees of the teams during spring training and need to be paid. Uh, Major League mm-hmm. Baseball had tried to argue they were apprentices as opposed to team employees, which frankly is a crock of bull. Um, and so that really the courts are where it's going to have to come from because uh, Major League Baseball and uh, the owners, there's been no sign that they're willing to actually raise these guys' standard of living to where it needs to be or should be. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe this is just kind of coming from the wrong direction here, but do you think part of that has to do with uh, maybe the lack of attendance and the lack of profit coming from these minor league teams? No, profit has nothing to do with their salaries. So the way this works is the major league teams pay the salary of the minor league players, the minor league coaches, but um, the minor league teams, they're the ones who you know, make a profit off of ticket sales and you know, whatever local ad revenue they have. Um, but those two things are actually completely different. Um, the, the profit of these minor league teams has nothing to do with their salaries. Their salaries are paid for by the major league teams. This is just major league teams wanting to cut costs and owners not wanting to pay employees um, what, they, what they deserve to make. Yeah. All right. So I know I was looking around earlier because I hate talking about it, but COVID, do you think it's going to be a big problem this year? Um, that's a question that's better suited for, for epidemiologists and, and experts at the WHO and uh, CDC. I mean, obviously the numbers are, are trending in the right direction. 
Um, we've seen a lot of states lift their mask mandates and then really a lot of their social distancing guidelines. So um, those are all very, very promising. And, and I think you look around and yeah, I mean, a lot of people are returning to quote unquote normal when things were pre-COVID, but um, whether there will be another surge, again, that that's that's better left to the epidemiologists and the professionals to determine. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is um, on a national level, but at least around the New York area, um, there's a new variant. The uh, the not it's not Omicron, it's Omicron, and then there's another word after it. It's like a sub variant of Omicron that's uh, causing the numbers to go up. So. Could potentially yeah, be an issue we'll, there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, like everyone else, I'm you know, obviously hopeful that the worst is behind us as a society and uh, we can move forward. All right. Yeah. So um, are you down at some of the spring training camps or are you just um, – wa- uh, I don't know if you can watch. We don't watch baseball. <laughs> so we, have no, we, have, we don't know if you can watch spring training games or not. We don't know much, so – uh, yeah, I mean, there are spring training games televised. Um, yeah, I'm, normally I, I would be down spring training. Uh, this year was, was a little wonky with the uh, with everything with the delayed CBA and, and uh, just some personal arrangements I have going on. So uh, I'm not there now. But, um, yeah, I mean, normally, you know, every year, the normal years, I'm, I'm there. Okay. Uh, and has there been any, like... Uh troubles for any of these clubs since spring training has started? I mean, I know it's only been, what, four days? Um, Not really. What do you mean by troubles? I mean, games, you know, just started today, and, I mean, players are pointing again. I mean, there's injuries, but no troubles beyond that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was about where I was, where my head was at. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the Padres, their superstar, Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, reported to camp uh, with a wrist injury that, you know, acquired surgery, and that's obviously not something that you want to have happen. One of the, the best young players in baseball uh, arriving at camp with an injury, and he's going to be out up to three months. So, I mean, that's the biggest news on the injury front. Um, you know, again, we'll see what happens. These guys are getting ramped up, and, um, you know, there's, there's about three more weeks left before opening day, so we'll just kind of see what happens. All right. So I, I always question because I always see, like, these baseball stars, they sign these big old contracts. And I'm like, I can't believe that these teams, like, do that. Like, just, I can't fully grasp the fact that, like, I think, what's his name, Bryce Bryce Harper signed, like, a 10-year deal, correct? I don't remember exactly. But, like, it's just wild to me. 13 years, $330 million. That's, like, crazy to me because, like, in the NFL, comparing sports, they're a lot shorter. I'm just, I wouldn't ask, like, why do you think they're like that? But, like, I don't know. Well, it's the different economic structures of the game. I mean, first and foremost, an average baseball career is much longer than an average NFL career, just in terms of the grind on these guys' bodies. But also, the NFL is salary capped. Major League Baseball is not. So teams can spend whatever they want and kind of plan out what they're going to spend 10, 12 years from now. The NFL, that's really, really, really hard to do because you have a salary cap. The cap number changes every year, and you don't really know what you're going to have available, uh, much less so at least than baseball. So uh, it's just a different economic structure and the fact these players' careers last a little bit longer. Yeah. 42? He'll be 42 when that contract expires. Jesus. That's... Uh, I don't... <laughs> yeah. hmm. Oh, man. 
So, uh, as you look towards the the season this year, I mean, you know, I know it's only a week into spring training. Uh, way too early to call predictions from from Mr. Kyle Glazer here. Uh, do you have any Do you have any uh, dark horses for the playoffs? Anyone you think you might surprise the league? Yeah, I mean, I think you look at a team like the Detroit Tigers. I mean, they're a team that had a losing record last year, but they play in a, a pretty weak division. They have a lot of young pitchers who, in theory, should take a step forward and be even better this year. Um, they have some good young hitters coming up the minor leagues that should be in the majors pretty soon, and they've made some nice free agent signings. So I think they're the team. If, you, if you're talking about teams that had losing records a year ago and might end up in the postseason, they probably be the team I'm keeping a closest eye on. Mm-hmm. Alright. Just, just a moment, please. Is this game? No. Um, so I don't I don't know how much um you look at potential draft options for the MLB now. But uh are there any high school players who are who have caught your eye? who might land themselves in the MLB next year? Well, that's not really the way the baseball draft works. Players get drafted, and then they normally take three or four years to get up to the majors. Sometimes it's two years, but um, there, there aren't really high school players. There are some really good high school players. Um, Drew Jones, who's Andrew Jones's son, the former Braves center fielder. Uh, there's a kid named Tamar Johnson in the Atlanta area who can really, really hit. But high school players take three, four, five years to get to the major leagues. There, there's no one that'll be there in one year. And then the top college guys, you know, again, it's it's normally two to three years together. There's no one that'll be in the majors next year. It's they get drafted this summer in 2022, and the best college guys are in the majors in 2024, and then the best high school kids. You hope it's 2025, but it's probably 2026 or later. Yeah. So, what is this guy? Again, go, go on with your questions. I, I, this was, I was going to bring this oh, okay. up. Go ahead. So, we, I guess there's a guy near us, Gage, I have no clue how to say that last name. Uh, have you heard of Gage Zeal? Uh, I have not. Um, I'm not our primary draft guy. I mostly focus on Major League Baseball and some of the top prospects. Um, I know some of the top, top draft guys, but no, I'm not familiar with him. All right. So, he was drafted... Um, well, I guess I guess now it's 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 not impaired because we're mainly focused on how he was doing, but uh, we're not. Well, as you just explained, you wouldn't know too much about him. He was drafted uh, in the eleventh round by the by the Cubs. Yeah. Um, again, I mean, I, I I honestly don't know a whole lot about him, so we'll see what he's able to do in his career. Yeah. Uh. So with. With the MLB going into a lockout, uh, which has finally just ended, do you think uh, that this could be the end of the Manfred era? Or the Manfred, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. No, not at all. Um, again, they got a deal done, and that's that's pretty much what he was brought in to do. And um, you know, we'll see what the effects of these this collective bargaining agreement are long term. But no, nah, they brought Manfred's the commissioner and the commissioner to stay for the foreseeable future. All right. So, I know you do a lot of reporting. So, what are some of the fa- your favorite teams that you like to watch, or some of your favorite players? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it's so much favorite teams or favorite players. Again, we're professionals and we're reporting on what's happening as, as neutral, unbiased observers. Um, but I think certainly the teams that have the most talent are more enjoyable to, to report on and watch and see on a day-to-day basis. I mean, I think you look at the Dodgers first and foremost. I mean, that's a team that is just loaded with, with spectacularly talented players. They're always enjoyable to watch and write about. Um, and the Toronto Blue Jays have a, a really, really, really exciting young group of players. Uh, they've made some veteran additions this offseason and, and over the last couple off seasons that have really made them a well-rounded team. I think those are two teams that, that really jump out as just being exciting ball clubs that have a chance to be pretty good. Um, you know, there, there's obviously always a lot of reasons to watch. The Yankees, the Red Sox, um, you know, the Angels have two of the best players in baseball and Mike Trout, Shohei Otani. So uh, there's always reasons to watch every team. But uh, I think the Dodgers and Blue Jays probably are the teams in the lead right now just in terms of pure, you know, excitement and talent on the field. Yeah. Uh, have you ever met any of these players? I'm sure you have. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a reporter. I'm in the clubhouses talking to these guys every day. Is there some any of the experiences you've had like you've really much enjoyed, or some players that you like to talk to a lot? I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question? So I was. Um, is there a certain player or people you like to talk to the most that you've had the most enjoyed with? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's always players, you know, for the most part, you know, 99.9% of these guys are, are really, really good guys who, you know, some are more talkative than others. Um, I think some of my favorite interviews, Aaron Judge, I've always enjoyed talking to about hitting. He's a really, really uh, good guy to talk to. I, my interviews with him have always gone particularly well. Um, that's one guy that jumps out to mind as a personal favorite. I mean, Mike Trout is... You know, always a good interview, willing to talk. I think a lot of people think he's boring, and nothing could be further from the truth. He just doesn't go out of his way to say things that are super controversial or attention-seeking. He's just, you know, pretty straightforward and, and talks about baseball. Um, Bryce Harper as well. I've, I've always had good interviews with him. So um, you know, those are just some guys who come to mind that are you know, high-profile guys that mm-hmm. I've, I've always enjoyed talking to and uh, for the most part have had pleasant interview experiences with. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of Aaron Judge, um, is he? Is he? I he's been like I saw. So I was looking yesterday, which is why I brought the the COVID thing because I heard the New York City's having the uh, vaccine mandate, and Aaron Judge has been a little quiet about that and hasn't really confirmed nor denied. And it's like people are getting like. From what I heard, like worried or something. I don't exactly know what the whole situation is. So I guess I guess uh, our question the, the to you. Situ- oh, go ahead. I, our question to you is, uh, well, do do you know if Aaron Judge is vaccinated, and do you think it's uh, right that the city of New York is is imposing this like they did on uh, Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets? Um. Uh, Aaron Judge has not said either way whether he's vaccinated or not. So no one knows if he is or isn't. I mean, people can make assumptions, but no one knows for sure except for him. And as far as the guidelines, the city of New York has set forth, they are what they are. You've got to abide by them. And, um, you know, right now, whatever professional athletes are not vaccinated, they risk causing, costing their team games. And uh, that's obviously something that, you know, no one wants to have happen. So, um, you know, we'll see what these guys do but it's it's kind of on them to abide by the local and state guidelines they're under yeah fair enough. Yeah, but but you would have to admit that it is kind of 
kind of odd that like um, like it, it, let's let's take Kyrie Irving for example. He was not allowed to play while not being vaccinated, but he could go and sit courtside and watch. Uh, again, this is you know the city and state have have their guidelines. Um, you know this is something that they've established and. You know, it's up to the players to abide by them. It's it's really that simple. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, you got anything? I got nothing. All right. I am also out of questions. So thank you for uh, for coming on the show, and uh, and talking with us. And uh, if you would like to, you know, shout out where people can find you. Uh, now's your opportunity. Uh, yeah, sure. Obviously, uh, with Baseball America, so uh, you can follow us at baseballamerica.com or uh, my personal Twitter. My personal Twitter handle is at Kyle A. Glazer, so you uh, you can follow me there. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Kyle. Thank you. All right, we're back. What's going on? <laughs> that was not the best interview. I apologize. We are. Uh, not the most professionals at baseball. Yes, our, our baseball analyst is, is on very... vacation in Florida <laughs> uh, and is too much of a bitch-ass to join. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. No, fuck you, Brian. Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, we got about 15 minutes before we head out to an event. Um, don't do it. It's a lot of dead air. <laughs> 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 don't do it uh before we head out to uh to an event um, hopefully get some we might get some action shots who knows yes um so i guess now what, what do you little... what do you want to call this bit let's call this the after show of a shit interview no um let's call oh. this the actual sports commute not fucking baseball the actual sports commute i, I have i have nothing besides football Free agency. Oh, a right. Shit happened. Von Miller's the Buffalo Von Bill. Von Miller's the Buffalo Bill. So uh, is O.J. Howard. McKenzie. We have O.J. Resign. Yeah, we have O.J. The other O.J. <laughs> O.J. Howard. Um, We lost J.D. McKissick, which I still don't. Wait, what? Hey, We didn't get him. What do you mean? He left. Like, he, he, he was going to sign, and then he re-signed with the, the Commanders. I thought he had, uh, whatever. He okay. did, but then he left, because the Commanders didn't offer him a contract. Uh, we released Coleslaw, which, I mean, I'm kind of upset about. And John Feliciano. That was coming. That guy was noble, you know. Um, who did we lose? We lost uh, Harrison Phillips. They've come to terms with Ryan Bates. Who? Uh, Lyman. I didn't see this then. And Mitch Moore. That was today. Oh, it was and, today. Uh, Mitch and Morris Mitch Morse. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Who else did we resign? Um, they lost Levi Wallace. Fuck Levi Wallace. That's true. Um, I think we restructured Micah Hyde's contract. Maybe. Um, so much just happened with the Bills recently. Well, uh, it was a key tackle or something. Oh, 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 um, what's his fucking name? Jordan. Yeah, Jordan Phillips with someone else. Shaq. What? Shaq Lawson. He's back? Yes. When? Since, like... Four hours ago. Bullshit. On his when? Twitter, retweeted by Del Reed. Fucking hi, Del. What's happening? Oh, and uh, and. Hmm. Oh, never mind. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, fucking. Uh, Shaq. 
I don't think, I think you're capping, Cut. Shaq Lawson returning to Buffalo on a one-year deal per source from Tom Pulisero. We win in the Super Bowl! That was three hours ago. Huh, I never saw it. Interesting. Uh, let's see, well, besides the NFL, which has been wild, we're going to have a nice month of April, actually. Um, you know, a little bit of the end of this month. Um, oh, right, yeah, I kind of forgot. I was like, what the fuck are we doing in April? Well, the we're doing ninth, a lot. The 9th, April, we're, uh, we're going down to Watkins Glen and ripping around the track. Probably going to have an interview, or not an interview, Jesus, a well, vlog. wait, hang on. What? You said the 29th for your, for your car, right? Yeah. 29th of March, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we'll be ripping down. I got my new car coming. No, it's not. I don't think I've shown... Uh, whatever. Um, you'll see it when you see it. You'll see it when you see it in the video, but we're there's going to be a little car car meet beforehand. We should? Oh, yeah, we're going to Cars and Coffee? I'd like to. I'd like to have a, Joe and Brian come if they want. Well, I'm guessing Joe will want to go. I mean, he seemed interested in it. You know what? We shouldn't call this, this bit the sports community. We should call this the after show where we just talk about shit. Yeah. Um... Well, yeah, because we have, we have ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah, so the 9th of April. Mark your calendars. We're going to have our... It's been a while since we've uploaded on the tubes, because, you know... <laughs> on the tubes, bro. We're doing... Or do we don't... What are you, what are you British? Yeah, bro. That's what they call Tommy the in it, bro. over there. The Tommy fucking tubes. Actually, no, that's what they call the subway. The tubes. <laughs> the tubes. The fucking um, dumbasses. <laughs> ah, shit. Um, Ex uh, so the 9th of April, we're going down the Glen, we're running three laps, so we'll definitely have footage of that. On the 15th, we will be celebrating three years really? of podcasting. Holy shit. Um, but, mm, uh, do you want to say that? No, 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 because that's not even... Not even quite done yet? No, not even close. Well, don't worry, at the end of the month, we'll hopefully have something good for April. Uh, this Saturday, I think we're going to... We're gonna have a little. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully, have an interview we, we thing. We don't. We don't know how that's gonna. We're work. not quite sure because. Well, not... I, I guess we can say what's happening. Oh. We we're going to uh, an Amherst game, um, on Saturday, which is Women's Day. Women's in Sports Day. Yeah, Women in Sports. I said that sounds so demeaning when it I does. said Women. Day it really like does. Uh, women in so Sport. Bad. It's Women in Sports Day, and uh, that will include a. A uh, silver medalist in Olympic women's hockey. And a bunch of other people. I don't remember her name. I don't know either. But hockey. I only glanced at the email. So we will be we will be hopefully, hopefully trying to talk to these people, have a little video of it, throw it maybe on the Twitter if it's too short. You know, uh, what, you know what we should do? What? You know what we should do? We should get a bunch of, we should we should do the uh, the Tiger Woods idea. Not with Tiger Woods. To do it to no, we'll Ronda do, Rousey. I'm doing that for MC. No, no, we should, no. We'll do it with something else. Do it with something else? We'll, get it we'll signed? Get a, we'll get a bunch of random people to sign it, because it's going to be Kids Day, I think. No, it's Friday. No, that's, Youth Night is it's Friday. It's Friday. Saturday is Women's Appreciation Day. So we should... Danica. Do Danica. Yes! <laughs> and then we give it... We, give, we do two of them. Two of them. Danica and, we, and then we give them to, Then we give them to each of our Brian's. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why? I think it'd be funny if we just go to Here. a and be like, thank you for giving me season tickets. Here's a Danica Petrick signed by everybody at this event. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate. And uh, we should re we should record the reaction, of course. Um, oh, yeah, so IMSA Watkins Glen 
I will be there. Matt will not. Matt will I'll be, be in Tennessee. In Nashville. Are you going to the, to the I will be. Huh? For the race? Yeah, I'm going to the race. So, so we'll have that fairgrounds. double weekend. Huh? So yeah, That's Fire at Rock? the fairgrounds. Oh, yeah, Nashville fairgrounds. Yeah, so I'll be there, and I think we'll maybe take some... So a trip will be in Nashville, so I'll be there for the NASCAR weekend. I'll be making sure I make videos and things. And, um, uh, Dan will be in IMSA at Watkins uh, Glen, definitely getting some interviews, and maybe bunch. I can try. I'm going to be with a bunch of people, too, so I'm. Well, I, what I might do is might um, do a fireside chat. Ooh, I like that idea. So I might, might have to hop on that one. Uh, yeah, one we'll, have, we'll have someone borrow their phone. Hey, it's but we'll... Wait until it's like darker. Eleven thirty. <laughs> okay. Maybe after quiet hours. I don't know yet. Okay. Um, and I'll hit record and see what happens. Uh huh. Um. Then yeah. So we might maybe making trips down to Charlotte. So we'll maybe get some videos there. Definitely gonna be at Watkins Glen this summer for NASCAR. Might hit another track. I'm not sure quite what yet for another NASCAR race. Uh. Anything else? Dirt track. Probably going to get something there. Yeah, we'll definitely um, be going to Genesee a lot. Um, opening day of the Red Wings. Yes, uh, opening going, day. I'm going to bring Cooper. Nick Banks? Yes. Nick so Cooper. that way he can yell at Nick Banks. Again. Because. He doesn't want to race. Because it's funny. So we'll have him do it again because it's funny again. It's funny again and get many views. And then have people be very confused on TikTok why he was doing it in the first place. That <laughs> was he, dumb. He, he that was dumb. The first thing he said was right hand left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> oh, good God. I mean, that did get 14.2K. So, I know. it could definitely be done again. Check that out on the TikTok if you haven't. Um, sports community. You know what we should do? What's that? Um, we might have, we might need the little jig for this one. Oh boy! So we walks. No, you wanna. Rabbits? You wanna interview a couple Emrix players? How do we do that? The same way Jake told us to do it with the. <laughs> yeah, but that was the bandits. That's a that was the visiting team, and he know where they were. We don't know where these Emrix guys go. Yeah, but we know where they park. Where? The same lot that I parked at. No, you're kidding. Yeah, it's the same spot. How early did they get there? Bro, they they park in the Civic Center and then get in early and leave late. They park in the Civic Center? You don't see the pictures of them walking Yeah, but that's in? outside. Yeah, they're crossing. Oh, There's only shit. one spot with that median. I'm going to have to look into this. There's only one spot around Blue Cross and Me- uh, Arena with that median. Well, actually, that's a lie. There's two spots, but one of them's a bridge. Right, right. There's that cross. Okay. I didn't realize. What the fuck? All right. Maybe we'll have to stop some fellers. I don't know. God damn it. Still going. But uh, we're going to try to do some more shit on the socials because it's been real lackluster. It's... Except for Twitter, because it's the only thing. Twitter is, yeah, check our Twitter, because that's where a lot of things go. Our recording schedule is on there. Uh, it's not updated. I don't even think Kyle was listed yeah, on there. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, well, then again, I, when I when I did it, 
Kyle wasn't um, confirmed. Confirmed at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I believe I'm missing another spot there. Are we? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, the 31st. Mm-hmm. I'm missing someone there. Yeah. And um, and then I'll. I don't know if we'll have any guests for April. To be honest, the first two weeks will be covered, but I don't know about that. That's fine. We've had guests the past, I don't know, many episodes? Pretty much every episode. Like I said, the goal this year was to hit 50, 50 episodes by the end of the year. We are definitely on track for that. And I wanted to have one guest per month, and I'm pretty sure we've already got that. Covered. Yeah, we're, I think we're past 12, maybe. Yeah. yeah um. Next week we will have the Boner Broth Gang on. Oh fuck's sake! <laughs> That's really a fucking shit. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, we're only at ten. This will be this will be eleven. Oh, so we need one more. Yeah, we'll have one more. And I I don't think the Boner Broth Gang counts, so yeah. we'll have to wait until the thirty first. Mm-hmm. But it's that time. Uh. We're leaving. Bye. Bye. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh. <laughs>